You're listening to the Cy Fidelity Podcast, episode 91. What the frail, Brian? Snowpiercer. The Cy Fidelity Podcast contains adult language and themes and is intended for a mature audience. In this episode, we discuss a movie in which none of us really agree on what is going on. I can tell you, I just recently watched a, not watched, listened to a podcast about Prometheus, and yet again, people were hating on that movie. I still love that movie. Yeah. I don't care what people I, say. I still yeah, love that really, movie. I, I mean, yes. I, I'm not I'm not too motivated either way. I, other way, I, I like it, but I wouldn't say it's one of my, like, top movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I recognize that that movie is flawed. But I still think it's a great movie about asking questions and not getting the answers. You know, the I problem, actually think that's mm. a great movie. The problem is the movie sets a tone, but it doesn't, in my opinion, does not live up to that tone. And thus, it keeps me from getting into the movie. And so yeah. it could be a perfectly yeah. fine movie, but I just, I just mm. can't get into it where I can get past the top layers down to the depth of... I'm asking for questions, who's our creator, right. and all that other stuff, because I'm just sitting there going, wow, you mapped the whole cave. How did you get lost? It's on your, it's like a Google map yeah. saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. As I will as... recognize there are some stupid people oh, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Also, uh, it doesn't really work as an alien prequel. Like, yeah. like if that's what you want it to be, it's it doesn't really work as that. Well, at that's all. that's why they changed the names. That's why it doesn't say Alien anymore because they rewrote it so it was no longer an Alien prequel. So. Okay, uh, so that was the when I think that about Prometheus, when I think about Prometheus, I think about it like this: Prometheus is like a a boyfriend or a girlfriend that has a lot of problems, but they're also really good in the sack. So. So you still have like a a reason to stick around, right? But you got every reason to go. You know what? I I can't I can't tell folks that I'm with you and that I like this, and uh, you know, like you're not introducing her to so you. Okay. Saying, so, so or him or whatever. For me, this is a four a.m. bar chick. Is that what you're saying? Why it doesn't have to even be that? Like it doesn't have to be a dude or a chick. It's just whomever well, you're well, with. Well, I, I will who's say good this. In the sack, but like you, you take him to a restaurant and they get in a fight with the waiter and you're like, oh god, why am <laughs> well, I, I even in this relationship? That that both Prometheus and this 4 a.m. hookup are both better well drunk. That, that okay, is, I, will, I will let that I will let that <laughs> go. This is going to require further testing. <laughs> Welcome Prometheus. to the Cy Fidelity Podcast. I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. <laughs> this is Brian. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to do it. I knew that shit was going to happen. It happened to me last time, but it didn't happen to me this time.
I let um, you go first because I know how this works. You know, it's called learning. I'm an adaptive computer. Conflict avoidance. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's how that works. Um, well, uh, speaking of movies that I watched again recently, I also watched um, the Matrix trilogies, which I don't want to get into a whole thing about that, but I just want to say I've rewatched them. Uh, really still love the first one. I was actually, my opinion of the second one kind of dropped a little bit. I don't hate it, but I don't like it as much as I used to. And my opinion of the third one went way the fuck up. Like, I love the third one now. And I didn't huh. used to love the third one, but now I do. So I have to confess, the first one is the only one that I have seen more than once. The other two were in the theater, and I haven't actually revisited them. I own them all, too. They're on the shelf. I should maybe I, try that again. That was true for me, too. I This was my first time rewatching any of the one except for the first one, more than the first time I saw it. So, you guys need well, cable. No, you would have seen that shit like 27 times. <laughs> like in a month. <laughs> Isn't that so, true? so, how did your reviewing affect your opinion of the Animatrix? You know, it's funny. The only thing on the Animatrix that I watched, because I was watching it with a group of people and they did not want to watch the Animatrix. So, the only one that we watched was the, flight, the final flight of the Osiris. And that's only because it actually is set like, all of them are set in continuity, but that one is a direct continuity to the rest of the movies. So uh, that was the uh, only one that we watched. I'll watch it on my own because I was I was doing this mainly because over the holidays I got a Blu-ray set for the Matrix uh movies franchise, and I wanted to try the Blu-rays. And I you know what I would say to that is I would only jump in on that if you are really taken by the world that the Matrix presents, because the Animatrix yeah I love is the a lot Animatrix. slower. Yeah. And some of the performances aren't as good. So you got to be in it for the story, I think. Yeah. I like the second renaissance. I like the the lead up to it cuz it 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 the the history that they give you in the movie. Mm. I mean, it it jives with the second renaissance, but it's not what I pictured. So when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, y'all Y'all really earned that ass whooping because y'all well, y'all just dicks. There's just no reason to treat those that, uh, sentient machines like that. That was my biggest problem with the second Renaissance. I felt like humans were treating robots like they had a grudge against them. I was like, why would they treat like I don't treat my microwave that shittily? So why are we just randomly <laughs> treating something that knows when it's being treated like shit, like shit? <laughs> You, you, you know, know why what? you don't? Your fucking burrito is going to be frozen on the outside and scalding hot on the inside from now on, motherfucker. I know. Hey, I, hey. I watched the second Renaissance and it just doesn't make sense to me why humans are such a dick. Uh, you know why you don't treat your uh, your toaster like that? Because your toaster doesn't feel it. That's why. If your toaster had feeling, if you could make your toaster cry, you would talk shit to that toaster every day. Why? Because oh, oh, human sorry. beings God. suck. That's why. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How pets. are you doing this morning, Toaster? Oh, make a toast? Well, I don't give a shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your life. I'm going to go fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, hey, Toaster. Uh, how about, have you ever thought about, I don't know, making coffee? Because your toast sucks, man. And then your Toaster would cry. And that would be. Don't no act like you're not replaceable. I can have another you in a minute. <laughs> hey, hey, Toaster. Toaster, I'm just going to say this once. Let go of my motherfucking ego. 
So you roll it with a tablet. Randomly... It, it is worth noting that Red Dwarf actually has fully sentient toasters that can oh, talk Jesus. to you. Yeah, that's a bad so fucking idea. So speaking of man. randomly treating people, people or things like shit, I believe there was a particular movie you guys wanted to talk about. <laughs> that's right, man. Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah. Did we not talk about Snowpiercer before? I don't we might have I, mentioned it in passing. Uh, I mean, obviously, but, we mentioned know, it in passing. We don't have an episode about it, right? Well, but Brian had just seen can't it. I think. pass up That's a post-apocalyptic uh, train oligarchy movie. with you know underclasses being treated like shit, total shit bags. I mean, uh, there's yeah. been a bunch of those movies. Shit we got bags. Elysium and The Hunger Games and that one with Justin Timberlake. Uh, what in time? Whatever oh, that yeah. was. <laughs> In time. Yeah, in time. Yeah. I forgot about that movie, and I saw it at the theaters. With Patrick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the concept is good, but they didn't really. It's like, all right, well, this is just going to go to class inequality. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's a less interesting so premise then. I, but Snowpiercer. I found, out, I found out that the movie is based on a French graphic novel that was uh, printed in 1982. Yeah. And the director changed the ending to be more optimistic, at least in, <laughs> in the way that it was shot, right? Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, just fucking that was, stop the show. It's that on was, Netflix. Go to, go to Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Go find the last remaining blockbuster and uh, <laughs> kick in the door because that shit is closed and find Snowpiercer. <laughs> By the way, I think we may have found the title to the Snowpiercer sequel, The Last Remaining Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Last so blockbuster I found uh, I found a Vulture magazine article where they did an interview with the director, and I'm not going to butcher that man's name. Also, it's not in my notes, so fuck him. Butcher it. And they asked him, uh, after the Snowpiercer train makes it to the final crash landing... What does happen to humanity? Does the, I mean, does the film end with the hope or would the odds still be impossibly stacked against our final two survivors making it on their own against the polar bear and the wilderness and all that? And the director was like, no, man, I, I didn't have time to shoot all of the other survivors that would have possibly gotten off that train. And uh, he thinks it is hopeful. He is. Th he thinks it is. But like, if you go on the internet and you start looking at people talking about the ending of this movie, yeah, they're like, "Fucking humanity is fucked." Those two people became polar bear shit. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, I have to admit the ending did remind me of the end of Alien versus Predator. But um, it's like, oh, out in the middle of Arctic wasteland, all by yourself. You're so dead. You yeah. didn't survive this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, an interesting little thing I that I noticed right at the end of the, the movie, one that got out of that, that train. There, there would be no yeah. chance at all that they would have ready to go a custom made little fur coat for an eight year old just sitting there. <laughs> Whatever. He <laughs> well, had one. Honestly, I, I, yeah, I, I did not see what all the fuss was about Snowpiercer. I kept finding myself pushed out of it for the same reasons everyone else hates Prometheus. These people are stupid. This premise is stupid. Okay, so... <laughs> the acting is good. The production values are great. There's some cool dialogue, but... Uh, 
god dang if I don't keep getting pushed out by new bits of stupid every 10, mi- ten minutes in this film. So okay, Brian, Brian went so, into this movie so with a giant chip on his shoulder. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh, I no, went Brian. in thinking, okay, everyone said this is awesome. Let's check it out. Oh, oh, God. Brian, <laughs> please please detail the the stupid, because I'm not seeing the stupid. Okay. So enli- enlighten me. All right, me. all right. Uh, a, do, my impression is they never stop the train. Is that is that correct, or did I miss That somewhere? is correct. Okay, so there's an entire planet worth of frozen resources out there that they and they have unlimited electrical power. I mean, obviously the the amount of energy per unit time is limited, but they're they're never going to worry about running out of gas. Um, so that translates very easily into unlimited amounts of heat in in, in small scales. Um, so they can salvage whatever they want from the earth. Anytime they want, there are resources, there's canned food that's frozen solid, there's all sorts of frozen food, and any other uh, luxury items that could survive being frozen are scattered all over the place, just waiting to be picked, and the train is taking you to every major city, and it's not like there's a bunch of zombies or vampires that keep them in the train, no, they could just go out there and get this stuff. Hey, Brian, so, uh, yeah, it's Brian. cold. Can, 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 I, I mean, can I rebut that, Brian? Oh, yeah. Go okay, ahead, go ahead. Tell go me. Ahead. Bobby, maybe I missed something, but. <laughs> well, okay. So let's say that we have infinite energy and infinite generation capacity for the train, right? Yes. The impression that I got was that the planet got knocked like back into like a really deep ice age, right? So. High temperature yeah. is 90 below, like 90 Celsius below, right? So if I can keep the train warm, the engine that keeps the train warm is stuck to the train. It's on the tracks. So if yeah. I leave the train, I can't take that heat with me. I can what? I can put it in my coat and the coat's warm until I walk out into the 90 below and all that heat is lost nearly instantaneously. And, and, yeah, yeah and, but they... Well, the movie, the ending of the movie, pretty, and Steve just confirmed this explicitly states that the temperatures have been going up, and it's not nearly as cold as we thought it was out there. And all we need is some real heavy-duty fur that. jackets, and there and is. Yeah, they hope did for know certain- that they were lying about it. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody but, knew that. But why would they lie about it? Why no, would they stay in power? Yeah, but no, there's no. That was kind they of would only, still be in power. They control the only heat source on the planet. They would still have absolute Brian, power over everybody. Brian. Oh yeah, go get off in the train, run off into the snow, bring back go. canned food, or we'll kill go. you. Go. you, know, are you well, taking the nine thousand foot view of the situation is a lot different right. than someone feeding you chewed up bug bricks yeah. and telling you that this is how it's going to be. Brian, I think well, you hang may on a have second. missed what was kind of the point of the movie. Which was, it was all about a group of people trying to stay in power by lording over the people below. So that was their whole point was to stay in power and then more power. Wow. That's interesting. So see, I got a completely different thing from that movie and it, it, it's going to derail us from the whole stupid thing to, to, uh, to Brian's point. The only guy that thought it was getting warmer was the one crazy guy who had the daughter that was high, right? He was the one that looked out the window and said, hey, look, I see a plane where I didn't see a plane before. Nobody else thought to look outside, and they were at steady state, so they didn't really care. So nobody really knew. So we're back to them all being idiots because they can't take a temperature reading. No, Um, they're not idiots. They're just choosing to just follow their leaders 
who are just yeah. telling them everything outside is cold. But their leaders are idiots because they could take a temperature reading. This would no, not no. be hard no, no. to do. The, li- I, the, you the leaders the are that, not altruistic. Yeah, you're missing the point bags. that the leaders did not want to get off of the train. <laughs> no, okay. the, the leaders wouldn't. They well. would send the poor people out to get resources and bring them back to the, the rich people. All and right, if they Brian. didn't make it no, back, no, no. fuck I want right. you to leave the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, so now you're just pissing thing. me right. off. <laughs> okay. There is no so, this, so this Brian, premise Brian, doesn't make any Brian, sense. Brian, to you. Brian, you 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 seem to you you're making the assumption you're you're making some assumptions about the ease of actually piercing into that outside world from their from their steady state and the fact that the hey, same assumptions the director why, made at the end of should, the film. But <laughs> no, actually not. But that's not important. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I want to get to this whole thing about Michael saying it's about people wanting to lord it over, where what I got from that movie was we have a closed ecosystem, and we have to find a way to keep that closed ecosystem stable, which is why whenever we have an uprising, they calculate how many people they have to kill right. to reset their their population. So it's not even... It's not, it didn't really seem like I'm, you know, I'm the emperor and I enjoy lording it over. Uh, the guy at the, at the front of the train, Ed Harris, didn't really seem to be enjoying his job of, you know, keeping the system stable. He was just like going through the motions, basically. And, uh, and the fact that I think what the, the trouble was, was that they had it figured out. We have, X number of people on, we have X number of supplies, we have X number of, you know, X amount of growing capacity, mm-hmm. and then they stop and they let a bunch of extra people on, and they hadn't prepared for that. They hadn't accounted for, you know, the extra resource drain. And so, now granted, is it the best solution to let them live in squalor and hopefully kill each other and eat each other so we don't well, have that, to deal that, with that's, it? Well, no. That's, that's, but, that's the rebuttal that I have upcoming. The, uh, okay, that's what go. I meant by lording it over because the reason I feel like it is a I'm high in power and I'm lording it over you is that was the solution that they chose. Rather than come up with another solution, he came up with the he's begrudgingly, and I don't doubt that he doesn't want to do that, but I feel like that is the burden of somebody who's high up and has the power to make that decision to say okay well 300 of you are just going to die because i've made that decision you know who makes that kind of decision a fucking emperor makes that kind of decision not people who are uh uh, we're all free and equal that was the i've got the power to just say all of you fucking die because it will improve our system that was the power that well, I was saying he was lording over people. Um, so, so, okay. So, go ahead, Steve. So, there's all of these perspectives are not mutually exclusive. Ed Harris can still be, Wilfred, Mr. Wilfred, or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. can still be the guy that has to calculate and make these hard decisions. And he may not be happy with his place in all of this system. But he also ain't doing a whole lot to fucking change it. Yeah. His lifestyle is still like take a temperature reading. But you're you're why? Why take the temperature reading, Brian? Tell me why he would. Even if he well, has the ability, even if he's got sixty one ways to do it, 
Why do it? Because there's other luxury goods that could be obtained to make him and the other rich folks' lives Brian, better. Brian, Brian, when it's 90 you're below, talking about all that shit is taking fucked. the man from his position of power and changing it such that not only does he have to figure out a way, a new way to maintain that power, he has to now convince everyone that this change is a good thing, uh, that all of the things that we based i mean he created a religion <laughs> you saw those kids right there was a religion yeah. about this guy keeping them all alive and if you leave the train you fucking die oh. the the seven the whatever well, okay. uh, Can I? seven people Go frozen ahead. in the snow all right i think i came up with okay. a really good way to, to to rebut what brian is saying but you go ahead patrick i uh well all right it's, it's two things one um one, if it's if it was really like 90, 90 below, everything that's out there is fucked. Oh. Canned goods are no good. Luxury items are no good. TVs don't work. Microchips are fucked. The food is fucked. It's all freezer burned. And here's the thing. Why would you risk going out to get those items when you have a self-sustaining system? The whole thing about the train was it can survive on its own. Right. So it's like if I live in a house that has – a perfectly well-functioning replicator, and I have all the power that I need, why would I trudge outside in 100 below to go kick down my neighbor's dead door and, you know, pull out some canned peas that have been frozen solid for 20 years? Because according like, to what's Brian, the value in that? why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> I mean, shit, if I got bored, maybe, but I, 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 there's no, there's no value to it. Like, there's really no reason to you know expose yourself to that level of hardship i got a reason when you've got everything you need there's a dog that but, that wandered in that could or could not be an alien shapeshifter that is slowly <laughs> but surely killing its way through all of the members of your crew now if that was the if that was the case i'd be like fuck this train i'm out <laughs> Me and Michael would be gone. Like, fuck it, whatever. I'll, I'll fucking well, fight well, a poker. They guy. have this entire lower class of people doing fuck all who would probably love for a chance to do something and for some menial reward that isn't a cockroach. Um, that and you could send them out to get books. Uh, I suspect vinyl records would probably still be reasonably viable why, after dropping nah, to why 90 would below. They, why so. do you know anything about a, when a society tries to keep their people down? The first thing that they don't do is educate that. Just <laughs> <laughs> let you read books and shit. <laughs> Whatever. The, the better Who said fact, you could read, They asshole. do everything in their power to make sure that group stays yeah. uneducated. So... Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Eth ethical point. Ethical point. If I say, all right, you're in the train, the back of the train is shitty, but it's warm and you get fed every day. Where is it ethical to stop the train and tell these people to go out into, into a really harsh fucking environment in the hopes of bringing back something that they probably can't use? So you're basically sending people you're you're sending people into a dangerous situation. It where solves they don't your population problem and it probably builds morale with them. All they right. get to volunteer so, as to whether Yeah. So you got no problem with killing people in order to maintain I, your I, I'm just trying to think that if I was an evil asshole in in, in, in 
in charge of this train, I would definitely be looting this, uh, getting my poor people to loot the city. I for feel me. like this um, episode is <laughs> fastly devolving into a what the frail, Brian. <laughs> I, 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 I have another point that I really yes, want to please, get an answer please, to. Please, Maybe, please. please. Well, well, please do. What please the do. fuck are the poor people for? They don't have a job. None of them did anything except make babies, The as far as I could tell, throughout the entire movie. Even the lower class, we have, they flip burgers at our Burger King. They they clean our streets and our toilets. Holy, holy shit. Poor people is, don't even do is that. Is Brian There's running not- for president? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep them alive? Why? No, what Brian, possible reason is, is there for keeping for these people Emperor. on board the train? If you are the evil asshole that they are depicted to be, why even bother with keeping these people? Okay, one. Is this where you send everybody I, who misbehave? All the rich right. middle class people so, who misbehave? So, this is just a threatening place Brian, that, that it's Go. kind of an ideology, ideological Brian, place? I have an answer for oh, you shit. that actually answers your previous question and I think answers this one as well. And we've gone down this road before when we were talking about Avengers uh, when you were saying, well, Avengers didn't need to be an origin story, but they, they pussied out and they made it an origin story anyway by telling the team's origin because you were saying that well they didn't have to do that in the first place. We didn't have this conversation on, this was a, this is a conversation we had on a, a Facebook chat thing. Um, and Brian, his whole argument was that they didn't have to do that. And I told him that his argument was null and void because that's what they did. They Maybe they didn't have to do that, but that's what they did. Case in point, true with Snowpiercer. They didn't have to do that, but that was the point of the fucking movie. <laughs> the whole point of the movie um, okay. is an allegory about these things that you're saying they didn't have to discuss. But that was the point of the movie they were making were these topics. All right. Point, point, can I, alright, so, first of all, Brian is assuming that everybody, that the people that are running the train are an evil asshole, but the only reason you have to make that assumption is because the choices that they made were not give everybody a kitten, right? Some, you can make shitty choices and not be an evil asshole, right? There's historical precedent for that, but, that's neither here nor there. I think what the, the movie was trying, the point the movie was trying to make was they had the people on the train, the guy that was running the train, he had it all figured out. It was all self-contained. It could last indefinitely with the people that are there and they would all have like a certain standard of living, the standard of living that they paid for. And that's great. But then everything went to shit and he decided to be compassionate. He decided to stop and let a bunch of poor people on because if he didn't, they would all die. And so in that one moment of compassion, he let these people on and that just created a new problem, a new problem of, well, now how do we sustain this? How do we keep everybody else alive? By bringing these people on, I might have killed everybody else on the train, right? It's like on the Titanic. If they let too many people get on the lifeboats, the lifeboats don't don't float and then everyone dies. Right, so they had they had that lull probably while they but were the building Titanic the machine to turn. To be carrying lifeboats in the cargo hold—that's what it's delivering. In this case, there's resources in all these cities. They could go get they something are not, for them. Okay, if they the whole there are resources in the cities. You need to let that go because that is not yeah. true. It is too hard to get to them, and they probably will have zero value when you do. 
Food. So is, therefore, is not everyone worth died at the. In your version of the movie, everyone dies at the end. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, everybody dies That's at the end. It's fucking okay. forty below. In, in, and in they defiance have no of the, in the defiance of the director's intentions. I will say all the time uh, I that think is the, art, and he put art no. out there, and whether or not, if he didn't outright okay, put a letter right. at the end of it that said. But in the end, everybody was okay. How I interpret okay. that ending may not be right, what the director right. intended. So, so. And my interpretation <laughs> look, of that ending is everybody fucking dies. So, <laughs> right. okay. The director had hope, right? The director said, I'm showing hope. But guess what? The director doesn't know shit about science. So when he's like, oh, they got off the train and the polar bear is living, so that means humans can live, that doesn't mean humans can live. That means humans that are prepared for it, humans that have skills to survive, if there's enough food growing, which I'm not sure that we established that there was enough food that a human being could digest and process. So in reality, most of those people died horribly. Look, that's just so, that's just a fact. Now there might no, be one guy on there that survived, but one guy can't repopulate a planet. Pretty much. Well, one guy, true, one girl, maybe. But there's enough but... to keep the polar bear alive, and it's not <laughs> oh, like yeah. humans don't live where agriculture doesn't work. Humans will do just well, right. fine without agriculture. But where? What does the polar bear eat? That's the question, right? We well, can't live off it, grass. That doesn't Neither matter. Polar bear, it, but... I don't need to know yeah, that to know that the polar bear is alive. Um, okay, but just because an animal survives in the wild does not mean that that is a hospitable climate where a human could survive, especially an untrained human that just survived a train well, wreck you know, and probably has a, a concussion and has no winter clothes. <laughs> in the movie, Ed Harris makes this, this uh, rationalization that he doesn't – they don't have the time for pure natural selection to take its place, right? Right. Well right. – as everyone gets off that train, fucking welcome to natural selection. Either you can adapt to the situation or you fucking die. And I would suspect that most of those people would die. Well, if not for the sake of having a train fucking crash, sure. It, you know, you know but it's still a that? tremendous challenge to go from living on cricket biscuits mm-hmm. to surviving in a tundra. You know who might have survived the uh, the the uh, the train crashing? All those poor people in the back who had to adapt to the shitty situation they were in on the train. Like, I think they would have an easier time yeah. adapting to that shitty. I mean, every woman have a difficulty, but they've already spent their entire lives already adapting mm. to shitty It's not like any one of those people had a choice. Yeah. So. No, none of those, those people had a choice. No, no, they surely did. But look, look, those people were fed. They had, you know. They had a nice prepared diet of mashed cricket, right? That oh, I'm hungry. Here's a cricket block. There ain't no cricket blocks out there in the in the tundra. All right, you got you'd have to chase down the cricket. Like the cricket would have to walk up to you and be like, "Hey, cricket! Hey, I'm not gonna do anything bad." And then bite his head off, right? That's sounds like that's a, not something they're used to. And then sounds like a great and, and, fitness you know, program. Are you saying that they were living it, in it, a nanny state? <laughs> uh, a little bit. <laughs> oh God. Well, okay. Look, look. Let's let's just let's just make this personal, right? All right. If they drop the four of us off with one kind of half-assed winter coat, where it was fifty below, and there was you know no no nothing that was already growing. I'm eating Brian. How first. many of us do you think would survive? I'm eating Brian first. Yes, exactly. So we turn into cannibals, <laughs> and there's only so many people. Okay. 
Now, it's, would you go and try and work, kill Patrick. the fucking polar bear? I'll tell you what? why that's not going to work. Why is that not going to work? dudes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we made Brian a woman. Now, does it work? <laughs> I think that works now. So, I don't think this is the first the, time. Hey, Brian nobody's eating me. Nobody's, nobody's killing Brian. me. I'm the chick. You guys are all going to fight Brian, to your death oh to God, keep me alive. Okay. I like this. Oh, gonna, we're going to move through sorry that. Sorry for you. <laughs> we're going to move past that. Okay, That's what this, we do point, here. We're not repopulating. <laughs> we're not repopulating. We're just seeing if we could survive. If if the four of us could be like I am legend but I, but I still living get to in be the, the city, chick, right? except it's a frozen fucking wasteland with polar bears that are hungry as shit looking at us going, hey, they don't have claws or teeth. The thing is, and, okay, uh, first of all, we don't know don't if those polar bears are hungry as shit. We don't know that. They might be doing just fine and have learned to stay away from the snow piercer that comes by and runs motherfuckers over and turns them into red water. <laughs> They know how to stay away from the train. They don't know to stay away from the creamy nugget inside the train. But the, what we got to do? Morsel. We gotta <laughs> never let the bears find out that we're made out of delicious. Because once they do that, well, it's kind of hard to keep them from fucked. finding that out. Have you ever seen? Have you ever like let a? Have you ever said to a grizzly when it walks up, you like, hey, no, you walk away, sir. This is not for you. And the grizzly's like, all right, I'm, I apologize. I didn't mean to fuck up your shit. No. I don't just usually like talk now. anymore to grizzlies. Let me just tell you right now. Exactly, because they eat your ass. a polar bear That's why. walking around in the Snowpiercer world, they don't see a human being when they see us. What they see is a plate of hot wings. We look like food. <laughs> <laughs> well, look like to be fair, if the bear like is... And we if, smell if like the bear food. is, we don't look like or smell like. If the bear is well like fed, you take away that probably, element. <coughs> yeah, a bear yeah. is going to come investigate because, yeah. as far as they're concerned, as an apex predator, everything is either a competitor for my food or my food. I mean, those are the two yeah. options. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Those people are fucked. They have no way to stop that po- unless somebody has they got, shotgun. They still got guns. Yeah, I mean, it could be polar hey, bears. Well, like, did they? Fresh they polar they were running low yeah, on bullets, say, remember? Remember, they, they don't have a yeah, lot of that bullets. Was, that turned out to be a lie. No, no, no. They just did... They, uh, they, they kept the ammunition... Like, there wasn't a whole lot of it. There was some, but there wasn't a whole lot of it. So yeah, okay. they wouldn't want to go into the city and get some more bullets. That flipped over and set on fire. They're out of bullets, right? Well, I tell you what, a polar bear is pretty tough. But if you can get twenty, twenty-five people together, the only thing a polar bear is going to do is run. I mean, he's going to get somebody, and that unfortunate bastard <laughs> is going to be polar bear shit. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, are we sure we got twenty, twenty-five people that got on the train? Well, no, we don't. Yeah, but exactly. according to the director. There's more people that survived, and he didn't get a chance hey, to shoot. By him. that same logic, um, what the fuck was it? Um, Elysium. There was more than what we saw with that one ship, but uh, no, there are three ships. There are three. Hel- there are three medical ships. Uh, hey, which I did the math. That would take twenty hey, years to cure that, everybody. So anyway, so I, <laughs> I believe that was just all the director shot. I don't think those were the only three ships. <laughs> No, nah, that was it. That was it. If, if if you shot three, like if they shot one, you can say, oh, there's more. We just didn't shoot them. If you shoot three. Is that how that works? Because you saw them leave from Elysium. Like you saw the flotilla leave. Why well, would why would 27 well, ships leave three hours later? To, that's not important right now. We just disagree on that one. <laughs> What's more important, I think, is the fact that 
this train just derailed, right? So even if 50 people survived it, that's 50 people with compound fractures, <laughs> contusions, concussions, severed femoral arteries. No, man. The number Those of people got was on that train. To sustenance. <laughs> Those people are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Captain America. No, Captain America is missing an arm, <laughs> so he could be a leader. Captain America, so, and I'm guess pretty what? sure um, Saint Gabriel, who was an angel uh, in Constantine, was on that train. <laughs> nah, he ain't an angel no more. I tell you that. So it, it, anyway, whatever. Even it, it, Doctor Who could we not could survive. We could argue it, back so. and forth, left and right, whether humanity <laughs> whether survived or it didn't, or just really stupid. <laughs> 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 I, say what you well, want. I'm you not as dumb as that. Nobody completely ridiculous. I suggest that you go to our website, which is SciFiShow.net. We have a Twitter account where we tweet out when we publish the show. It's at Sci-Fi Show. And we're on Facebook to get your feedback at facebook.com forward slash sci-fi show. If you use Amazon to buy stuff, and we know you do, you can do us a solid by visiting the Extra Life section on our website before you go shopping. Thank you for your support. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian, smarter than the average snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs>